Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast, the podcast for all things operations. Greetings, we're coming to you on the final day of Dude University 2019, and joining me now is Bobby Antonucci, Systems Analyst with Ori County Schools. Bobby, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. So tell us a little bit about what you do in your role. I'm basically the technology person for facilities. Mm-hmm. So I'm responsible for um, administering all of the Dude products that we have, mm-hmm. um, plus helping all the technicians with their iPads and their technology, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Plus, I have a background in data science, so a big piece of what I do is the analysis of the data afterwards and how well we're performing, how we're performing against other similar school systems, mm-hmm. um, helping make the case that we need more people, we need more budget, whatever that story is that we need to make. And so we were talking a little bit earlier, and you had a great story that I kind of want to dig into around, uh, you know, a, a natural disaster and how that kind of brought you to new technology. So could you kind of tell me uh, basically the, the story behind what happened after Hurricane Matthew a few years ago? In Hurricane Matthew, we um, lost part of a roof, and we did not have drones at that time. So we had to put a person on a roof not knowing how safe that roof was. Mm-hmm. And when we did that, we're like, we're never doing this again. Yeah. This, is, this is just not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went out and we looked at drones and what they could do for us. Um, and we used DJI brand mm-hmm. drones. Um, they make 80% of the drones, commercial drones in the world. Okay. Um, a lot for cinematography, all kinds of things. But they have some very affordable drones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we purchased one of those, and it took a while for us to start using it because of certain things. And now we can, if we have the same situation, go up, put a drone up there, get visualization of what's there before we ever put anybody in any safety danger. Yeah. And yeah. that was so important to us is to not put somebody on an unstable roof. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine after you know, a storm like that coming through... You know, you know, you can sometimes see there's possibly water coming through, so you know there's some damage. But, yeah, getting up on a roof like that afterwards, that's yeah, risky business right there. And we didn't know if there was any electrical yeah. openings. We, we didn't know. Yeah. So, you know, in talking, you also brought um, an interesting point, you know, about finding something that's affordable. So could you tell me a little bit about how you were able to, like, acquire this first drone stay within your guidelines and such, and then kind of how that helped make a case for for using more drones. Um, The beauty of the DJI comes in a lot of different ranges. And the first one we bought was a Phantom 4. It cost um, $1,475. And our procurement limit on our credit cards was $1,500. So we were able to buy that on a credit card. We didn't have to go to PO. We didn't have Mm -hmm. to go to requisition. Any of that kind of stuff, we could just get it as a tool. Yeah. There are plenty of tools that are in that range, and we were able to get it in. Mm-hmm. Um, now DJI has the Mavic 2 range mm-hmm. that you're down in the 800 maybe $900 range. Yeah. So for many, many school systems, that is totally affordable to get you started. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go up to there. You can spend $25,000 on a drone if you want to. Yeah, but that's, um, that's quite an investment. It is. Yeah. And these film in 4K, 
mm-hmm. or high def. I film in high def because yeah. I don't have a computer that can render 4K. Yeah, yeah. And high def's pretty good, too. <laughs> you can see everything that you want to see. Yeah. Um, so we were able to get into it. Now, you do have to have licensing. Yes. From the FAA. And that was the other thing I was going to ask you. I, was, I did, after we spoke a little bit earlier, I, I did look up the South Carolina regulatory on drones. And there's an FAA regulation that you have to abide by. Yes. Uh, because I believe it also applies to, like, police, firemen, any, any public, uh, any public uh, employee. Is yes. that correct? The FAA um, regulates drones across the whole United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get information on FAA.gov. Um, if you are droning and getting paid or compensated in any form... So it's part of your job. Mm-hmm. You have a web page and you're collecting ad money. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a real estate agent and you're selling properties. Then it's considered commercial and you have to have a commercial drone mm-hmm. license. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have all the information out there, what it takes. Um, it's basically a portion of ground school. You have to understand airport regulations, mm-hmm. um, controlled airspace, uh, weather. That was the one that was hard for me to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's $150 to take the test. Okay. And then every two years you have to renew. Okay. Um, so it really wasn't that hard. Yeah. And there are plenty of companies that will train you on it, mm-hmm. that you can take the classes, anywhere from a couple hundred dollars for an online course mm-hmm. to $1,500, $3,000 for an in-person mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm. You take those, you study you pass the test and you get an actual license it looks like your state driver's license license. and that enables you to do it and get paid for it Mm -hmm. even if it's part of your job you're still getting paid to be there yes yeah yeah so your your salary your compensation is uh so that's an interesting fact because when you first were saying uh, more on the uh, commercial side i was wondering if, if you still had to do it as a public employee but that does make sense when, and I think it's also good because then you're able to ramp up your knowledge and fast track it on, okay, we're going to use this. How do we use it properly? How do we you know, not cause a problem or destroy this expensive piece of equipment or whatever it is? So I think much like a driver's license, it's making sure everybody has that common knowledge and best practices. And there are rules. Like you'd have, you always have to have visual control mm-hmm. of the drone. You can't fly over people. You're not supposed to fly at night. Um, and there are no fly zones and Mm -hmm. that teaches you all of that to be able to stay within those regulations Mm -hmm. which are all about not running into an airplane yeah Yeah. really that's what the training is about yeah is how do you not interfere with air traffic that have people involved definitely and i mean we've seen that on the national news when we've had uh i believe up at jfk airport about three months ago you know a couple drones flying up there i mean the faa is going to really perk up when they see that and uh you know, it's it's definitely a, a huge risk to, to an airplane if one of those things gets into an engine or something. Correct. Yeah. Even Farmers Insurance does an ad on yes. TV about I, I, yeah, a drone hitting drone. a car. <laughs> I do remember that. That's the uh, the scenic covered it one. I love those ads. Um, so now you've you've been able to acquire the drone. You're able to, to get up there and look at the roofs. And I think what's interesting about that is now you're, you've got a whole new set of data, and I wonder if you could tell me a little bit about you know, how you're, you're dealing with this new data that you're getting from the drone. I'm still working on how I'm categorizing it. Right now it's by school and by date. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have multiple pieces. But this generates big data. Yeah. You know, the files high res, are big. High-res photos, high-res video. Right. Yeah. And um, 
So I'm working on how am I going to categorize it and how much am I going to keep for the long term. Yeah. I do want to be able to see what did the school look like five years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in five years. Yeah. Um, but I don't need every piece of footage that I yeah. took. So yeah. I'm still working through what am I going to want to keep, what am I not want to mm-hmm. keep. I'm probably going to keep all the still photos. Yes, yeah. But edit and filter down the video, the video to yeah. some core pieces mm-hmm. of what I need to be able to show. Mm-hmm. We also have used the drone for traffic analysis at schools. Okay. Um, and so what I did with that video is it's 40 minutes of cars driving yeah. around a circle. Yeah. Coming and dropping <laughs> off the kids. boring thing that you can imagine. Well, I've been there myself, yeah. So for playback, I sped it up mm-hmm. to like 10 times as fast as it goes. Yeah. Um, and so I've got to look at those kind of things of keeping those on a, on some kind of a basis. Yeah. And, and seeing if there's a different like visual pattern that you might recognize. Right. That's really cool. Right. Yeah. In those schools, we were analyzing because we needed to do more loop roads around the school mm-hmm. to fit the traffic. Yeah. Um, and be able to show before and afters, you know, all that beautiful kind of stuff. So, like, on something like that where you're building a loop road, for instance, would that, so that would also help you, because I'm assuming you might have to work with the city government on that, so you're able to kind of maybe fast-track their traffic analysis that they might do the traditional way, you know, if someone's sitting out there counting cars and be like, you know, here it is right here, I've got three months, and, and here's the trend I see. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we can do that, because the issue is, in Horry County, 60% of the students are driven to, to school. Yeah. Wasn't what happened when I was a kid. Yeah. Was get on the bus. Get on the bus or walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these the the line of cars goes out yeah. onto the main road. Yeah, and well, that we've affects get everybody them. getting to work and safety right. and a lot and of we've stuff. We've got to yeah. get them off that main road. So yeah. to be able to show the public we improved it, mm-hmm. um, to be able to show our board what the traffic looks like, so we really need the funding. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. those kind of things really helps do well, that. And that's so much cheaper than. The, the, uh, usually having to hire sometimes a civil engineering firm maybe to do the study, which I know is good because you get to a third party. But, uh, uh, you know, it's going it's to cost more. It's going to take more time. And you're now able to take this tool and deploy it in a way, you know, it's like a secondary use. I think that's fantastic. I mean, that shows even more kind of return on your investment. Mm-hmm. And it, it sells the board. I mean, they're not at the schools. They're not seeing this all the time. You can visually demonstrate the challenge, and and here's my solution. Exactly. That is so neat. So I want to thank Bobby for coming on and sharing some really awesome information about drones. I think next year we're going to maybe want to have a chat again and see how much more you've kind of gone down the road on this. That would be wonderful. We're hoping to add infrared to doing our roofs. Okay. I I already know what we're talking about next now. Thank you for listening to the Operate Intelligently podcast produced by Dude Solutions. You can reach us by emailing bspodcast at dudesolutions.com or check us out on the web at dudesolutions.com.